Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. And I am here solo bringing you an FDN PSA, an FDN public service announcement. <laughs> it's to address some concerns that I'm seeing with both people that are considering the course itself, uh, but mostly actually people who are trainees. And now I want to be clear, this is not an abundance of people that have these worries or concerns, but I think they're justified enough. And I really have some practical things to share with you about why they're not a big deal. They're nothing to worry about. It's not something to be concerned with. And if you don't know, like if you're not involved with FDN in the way that I am, or you haven't already gone through the course and graduated, you wouldn't get this. So I totally understand where the concerns come from. So I say, why don't we just address them in a short podcast, ease people's minds and help them flip the perspective on certain things? Because I'm someone who I like motivation, right? I listen to motivational speakers. I technically am a motivational speaker for mental health stuff. I don't like to label myself necessarily as a motivational speaker, but that is by definition, I guess what I'm doing, but I like something that I refer to as practical motivation, right? I don't like just, Hey, you know, um, you're being lazy, so you need to go do this, right? That that's fine and all. And maybe there's some times that you've actually been lazy and that's justified, but I'd much rather get something real because I, I do think there's a way to motivate us as humans that comes from th something authentic. And I don't mean to be I hope this doesn't come across as dark for people, what I'm about to say, because I, I don't mean it that way at all. I actually look at it as a very inspiring thing. When people sometimes ask myself, like, why are you so energized all the time? Or why do you push through things? Or what's the point? That type of stuff. I say to them, I don't know about you, but I am painfully aware of the idea that I am not going to be on this earth one day. I'm going to pass away. And in fact, I'm not moving farther away from that day. I'm moving closer to that day. Worse yet, when you get to a certain age, not that I'm particularly old, I'm in my, uh, oh, geez, about to be late 20s. This is getting scary. <laughs> and then for some of you listening, you're like, dude, I'm like 50, 60 years old. Like, shut up. All right, forgive me with that one. But you know what I mean? Like, you get older and you lose people. I've lost some friends in accidents. I lost uh, one of my best childhood friends in a drug overdose. And you start to really understand when that happens close to you, and I'm sure it's happened to all of you guys in one way or another at this point in your lives, it hits you differently. It makes you start understanding, oh, whoa, this isn't guaranteed. Like maybe I'll live to the life expectancy if I'm lucky, and we're FDN, so hopefully we're going to live a lot longer than that. But that's not guaranteed. A car accident can happen. Any type of accident can happen. We don't have control over that. Not complete control, at least. I mean, I guess you could never drive again, but that doesn't sound like a practical way to live for most of us. And so my point is, I'm not... The last thing I'm trying to do is say something dark or, or make you think negatively. I don't use that as a way to think negatively. I use it for the exact opposite. When I'm tired or when I'm feeling lazy or when I'm feeling uninspired or when I'm feeling hateful or just excessively angry towards another person, 
I remind myself, dude, I'm going to die one day. Is this how I want to be spending my time here? What if it, well, God forbid, knock on something. What if it was tomorrow? This is how I wanted to end? By being pissed off at everyone and saying bad things and stupid crap like that? Instantly, it shuts that off for me. And so this is not about that today per se, but what I'm saying is I like practical motivation. So I think I'm going to bring you guys some things today that might not be as powerful as what I just said, <laughs> but it's useful. It's practical. It's not just saying, oh, do FDN for the sake of doing FDN and just finish up. You started, so finish what you start. There's actual practical reasons that should motivate you, and we're going to share those today. Now, the first things I want to address um, are some concerns, and then we're going to get into five tips that make FDN worth it. So maybe not five tips, but five things that make FDN worth it, in my opinion, despite it being a very tough course. The first things I'm going to address are stuff that I see in the trainee group. Now, I said I would explain what the trainee group is. If you do not know, you're not a part of FDN yet. If you join FDN, you will get access to an exclusive trainee-only group. So this is only available to people who have not graduated the course yet, but have officially started the course. And it's not just a bunch of trainees running around causing trouble with each other. <laughs> we have our FDN mentors in there. The founder of the FDN is in there, Reed Davis. Myself, I'm in there. Um, other various staff members for a variety of reasons. I mean, they Reed actually goes live in there. And then another mentor, uh, her name's Elizabeth. She goes live in there and they answer your questions. These are weekly things. They both happen weekly. It's a very active group, very fun group. But of course, a trainee can just post for the sake of posting. And sometimes I'll see these people, and I totally understand this, by the way. This is not I would hope this is obvious. This is not a condemnation of these comments. I actually very much understand their concerns. And so I'm trying to help out by sharing this. But some of the things that I will see revolve around this stuff. They're worried about finishing the course in time. They know that they have a year to finish the course. That's what we say. And so they're worried that they won't finish in time. Maybe something came up. Maybe they got pregnant. Maybe they started a new job. Maybe they are in a wonderful new relationship. And that's taking up some time now. Could be a variety of things. All right, so that's one thing. They're also um, maybe have limiting beliefs that the content is too hard. Oh, they can't do this. Wow, I thought, you know, it's an online course. I thought it was going to be easier. This is really tough. It's one of the toughest things I've studied. Maybe I can't do this. So that's another thing. And I want to address both of those. One, there's time extensions, guys. That does not mean that you want to keep pushing off FDN. It's not even something that we really promote because we don't want it in people's heads that, oh, yeah, you should take more than a year. You really shouldn't. So I'm not being mean, but there, there's really only so many reasons that the FDN course should take more than a year. That's not, There's not really many good excuses for that. But there are things that come up. Life happens. And quite frankly, let's call it what it is. This might not be your top priority. Maybe your kids are first and your husband's second or your wife's second. And then the job's third that you currently have. And then you are doing a side hustle business and that's four. And this is just something that you have at number five. I get that. I'm realistic. All right. But... We don't want to make it take longer than a year because someone could literally be doing an hour a day and figure this out in less than a year. So we got to prioritize our time for sure. But gosh forbid, one of those legitimate excuses comes up or I don't want to call that an excuse and I'll call it a legitimate reason. I apologize. You're good. You can pay a very small fee. It's not even the cost of like a monthly payment if you're on the longest payment plan and they'll extend the course for you for a little bit. And then you can do that again if need be. Don't keep pushing this. Don't keep abusing it because there's problems that can occur for you if you keep doing that because we update the course constantly. But there are time extensions. So do not worry about the time frame. Do what you can. 
Ask your, you should be more worried about this, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what, did I do everything that I actually could do today for the priorities in my life while not burning myself out? That's the only question you should be asking. Because that's a huge difference between doing, oh, did I do everything I possibly could do? I don't like that mindset. Because to me, that forces people to work 20 hours a day. I could go work 20 hours. I could live off four hours of sleep for probably some time. But that's not sustainable. So that's not literally doing my best, in my opinion. My best as a human being is doing everything that I can, given certain contexts, like my health status, um, other things in my life. What is the best that I can do without killing myself? And maybe for you, that's a 10-hour day. Maybe for you, that's a five-hour day. As long as you're being honest with yourself about what you are capable of without worsening your health or shortening your time here, that's good with me. So that's the question you should be asking. And if we're honest with ourselves, what we will probably find is that you could do a little more than you think you could without burning yourself out. You could get more efficient. You could be more effective. There is an FDN practitioner out there, brilliant woman. She's been on twice. Her name is Jen Raleka, and she refuses to work more than 40 hours a week. It's something that she does for her health. And yet Jen is one of the best paid FDNs out there. How is that possible? How does she have such a successful business? She's not killing herself. How does that work? It's because she learned to be more efficient with her time and she took personal responsibility and said, you know what, there's probably no way I'm doing the best I could in these 40 hours a week right now. So instead of just adding hours on, why don't I learn to make these more useful? I can outsource, I can optimize, I can become smarter, whatever it might be. And she's kicking butt because of that mindset. So what I challenge you to do that, especially even with going through the FDN course, but also in life. Don't ask, oh, I need more time. How can we be more efficient with the time? Because all of us, myself, wildly included in this, can be more efficient with our time. So don't worry about that. The second thing here was there are abilities to retake tests. And I think this directly relates to the concern people have about the content being too hard. Take your time. There are very few things that someone who is going through FDN cannot learn. All right? I... I I'm not ignorant to the idea that there are different IQ levels, and that could, I guess, in theory, prevent some uh, someone from learning certain topics. Like, let's go to something really complicated like quantum physics. Yes, maybe at some end of the IQ scale, it is simply just not realistic or possible for someone to grasp even basic or fundamental concepts in something like quantum physics. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but maybe that's true. FDN is tough. It is challenging. If you have the capacity to listen to me right now and understand what I've said so far, I promise you, you are not low enough on the IQ scale to not be able to get through FDN. It just might take you longer than other people. And maybe you're sick. Maybe that's a reason that you're having trouble with the content. So that's okay. Take your time, do what you got to do. And remember, the only thing that's really a problem if you can't, quote unquote, understand the content or you think it's too hard is the tests. Because no one else is rushing you. There's not really any huge push. So you can take your time with this, but you know, oh, wow, I'm going to take those tests. Here's the thing. We allow you to retake them. There is a small, small fee for it. It's similar to, uh, I forget what the exact number is, but it's, um, what's what am I looking for? The proctor test, you know what I mean? Like if you went to college and you're going into a room and then you, maybe you fail that one, you could like pay for it. Or if it's a certification, like a personal training one, you have a window that you can't retake it for. I think ours is like two weeks or a month. Um, don't quote me on this. This isn't my part of the uh, business, so I apologize. But it's like two weeks to a month, something like that. And then you can retake it for a fee. So there's nothing to worry about here. Our mentors aren't mean people that are trying to fail you, but they want to make sure you know the information. Okay. And so if you fail it, they will tell you what you did wrong. They'll tell you where you need to work on. You wait that time, you study hard, and you do a little better next time. 
just like any other type of testing in life. So do not tell me that the content is too hard. You might just have to study a little harder. You might have to give it more time or give yourself some grace. Like it's supposed to be complicated. I was always someone who was pretty damn good at school. I feel like I did really well in school and kind of flew through it easily. And FDN was one of the first things that I had to rewatch things on. Or, um, you know, I really had to take good notes. I remember I did the verbal final and that was the only thing in my life up to that point that I had gotten not an A on that I actually tried for. I think I got like a B minus or a B plus. I forget what it was, but I tried. I want, I loved FDN. I was excited about it, more excited than any other topic I've ever, ever studied up until that point. And I didn't get the A. So it's okay. You could still pass without getting the A. It's supposed to be hard. And again, we're going to talk about why that's actually a really good thing um, in my five tips, or uh, I keep saying tips, right? <laughs> five things that I have for you. But my first part was addressing the trainee's concerns. And I kind of already segued into this, but the last concern I wanted to address is that FDN on these tests is not grading you, because I hear this all the time too, it's not grading you on your ability to speak fluently. You do not have to be a professional podcaster. It's nothing like that. The FDN mentors are concerned with your ability to understand the information we provided you within the course, as well as making sure you are practicing FDN in an ethical manner. So you could stutter, you could say, um, ah, like, so all the time. It doesn't matter. They want to know that you know the information that we were teaching. That's all there is to it, okay? So content, tough, not too hard. You're going to be fine in terms of time restraints and commitments finishing the course. Do not worry about that at all, all right? Now we're going to move into the five things I wanted to uh, list off, which are why FDN is worth it despite it being very tough, okay? Number one is this. FDN is an online certification. It is an online certification without any formal prerequisites. Do you want it to be easy? <laughs> That's my question to you. If it is an online certification without any prerequisites, do you want it to be easy? And here's what I mean by that. There are uh, certain certifications out there. There's plenty of them. And no one takes them that seriously. And that doesn't mean they're bad. There's great information in them and you can learn a thing or two. But there wasn't any tough aspect to it. There wasn't anything that separated the person going through that from the average Joe, really, in terms of helping another person. And so the certification is not respected. You'll notice something when you go online and search for FDN reviews. It's damn near impossible to find a bad review. And it's not like we're a small company. There's 4,000 graduates. And it's not like we have, we're a big enough company to have 4,000 graduates, but it's not big enough to be buying Google reviews, right? <laughs> so we can't do that either. So there's no negative reviews because the people that are going through this are actually training themselves to become credible individuals. So the first practical thing is, is that it's an online certification. Do you want it to be easy? Is anyone going to take you seriously if you don't actually learn something? No, of course not. We take people with master's degrees seriously, bachelor's degrees generally. I mean, I guess that's becoming worth less and less, but depending on the bachelor's degree, it could be very useful. Doctorates, certainly. All right. So number one is that. Number two is because of how in-depth the course is, and this kind of has to go, these will all tie in with each other to some degree, I guess. There are certain doctors who only hire FDNs because of how in-depth this course, uh, course is. You might have heard her before. I forget what episode she was, but it was Dr. Kieran Dunstan. She is an OBGYN. She's not an ND. She's not a chiropractor. And by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with those doctors, but I know some people will say, well, that's not as hard as an MD. I don't know. I haven't been to those schools, but maybe that's what you're thinking. 
Dr. Kieran Dunstan is a normal doctor in every sense. In fact, probably studied way more than the average MD, okay? And she will only hire FDNs. There is a reason for that. It is because of what we learn in the course. In addition, this is kind of the same part here, so I will consider this part of the second reason. Because of how in-depth the course is, not only do certain people only hire FDNs, but FDNs hire other FDNs, and they pay them pretty damn well. I was just in the AFDNP group the other day, and that episode came out recently, if you haven't seen it. It's when we're talking about business school, AFDNP, which is our professionals group, so I'm not going to talk about that at all right now, but basically I was in that, and I saw someone hiring an FDN. This was I mean, literally maybe a week or two ago. They're hiring an FDN for $50 to $75 an hour based on experience, completely remote work, starting at 10 hours a week, and you can move up from there, opportunities for advancement. Where are you getting that? That's, you This whole certification only takes people eight months on average, and you can come out of this, and you could have started, because you would have had no experience, on the lower end, $50 an hour. Guys, $50 an hour times a 40-hour work week is a six-figure job completely remote, online, doing work that you actually love. All right, so that's pretty good. So that's another reason we want the co uh, course to be tough because it's actually worth something to people. And when something is worth something to people, they pay you well for it. Number three is you get access to labs. How are you going to be doing that without some advanced degree? I mean, it's one thing to even get access to the labs. Maybe you could swing that. But you're also going to know how to interpret the labs. And we have access to over 60 labs and counting as FDNs. We teach about five or six in the main course, all right? We have additional training that's available to us exclusively sometimes by these lab providers for FDNs. So you can go on their website and watch trainings that they have for us right there. And you can learn how to do these other labs too in due time. That's pretty amazing. We also have advanced courses where you can learn about different labs like functional blood chemistry, for example. We'll teach you how to take Western medicine's blood chem results. Like they could go to their... Uh, doctor and get a normal standard routine blood work and you could get taught how to interpret that from a functional perspective that is pretty cool that we do that that would be another reason that it's tough if people have to get advanced degrees or even go to medical school sometimes to get access to labs yes you're going to have to study a little bit during eight months for a fraction of the price if you want that same privilege as those people who spent maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars and went to school for 12 plus years I think that's a fair trade-off. Number four, you will never, ever not be able to help your client in some way, even with the trickiest of people, due to our history and community. Again, if you didn't listen to the episode that we just released uh, regarding AFDNP and stuff, go check that out. Because AFDNP is basically our trainee group on steroids. It is for people who have graduated. It's a paid group that you can choose to join. You don't have to join it by any means. You can still be an FDN and not be in it. All right. And we have mentors in there. We have advanced business training. We have advanced health trainings. My uh, executive director over there, she said that you could listen to one webinar every single day and it would probably take you two years to get through the content that's currently there that's not including all the stuff that we're releasing on a weekly basis. So there's a ton of amazing things over there. But one of the perks of it is not only can you go through the archives and figure out stuff or search for questions that might have been asked in the past, you could ask mentors right there Monday through Friday and people still answer Saturday and Sunday just to be clear but staffed mentors are waiting for your questions in there and 
it could be the weirdest health issue you never even heard of the diagnosis and yet somehow some way there is an fdn who knows about it and has dealt with that condition before and might be able to offer some unique tricks now obviously we do not deal in the world of diagnoses and treating things specifically that's not what we are trained to do however it is useful to know the implications of someone's specific disease. And if you haven't heard of it, there might be a tip or trick that you might not even ever thought of that might be relevant to that person. So that's good to know. You will never not be able to help someone when you have access to the FDN group. And number five, the last thing I want to share today is the work we do is so powerful that once you get yourself out there, you will literally have no shortage of clients. And I do not say that as some cute statement that sounds good. This is actually, again, like I promised in the beginning, very practical. And I have an example from my life right now that just occurred. I have said on here before, I don't, I typically don't take clients. It's not really my main thing. I do a lot of stuff outside of this. Obviously, I do the podcast. That's a, a job in and of itself. I do some traveling for FDN, so that adds up. I speak in schools during the school year. Um, my girlfriend, my business partner, and I have a functional medicine slash light therapy studio local to me, and so that all gets pretty tricky. However, there are some people that, for various reasons, just because of something I posted, ended up reaching out about client stuff. So I was not even searching for clients. And within the last, I think it's been, I'll, I'll overestimate here. Within the last four weeks, I was able to take payment from four different people as someone who does not do this full time, does not advertise, does not even have at the moment of recording this, any website that talks about the coaching directly. It's not like I have like evantransu.com dedicated to that. I don't do that. And yet four clients that all were willing to pay a good amount, a healthy amount a month's worth of income, that is for sure, <laughs> to be able to do this work. That's not because I'm special. I'm not some crazy FDN that knows more than everyone else. I'm probably actually one of the more basic FDNs in a sense. I like other topics and I get complicated with that. I'm sure I can contribute a lot there. But in terms of just FDN and the advanced courses we have, I'm not the most advanced FDN by any means. And yet people are still seeking this out and asking me to do that five plus years after graduating, even when I don't advertise about this stuff anymore. That's pretty cool. So imagine what would be happening if for the last five years, this is the route I wanted to take and the only route I wanted to take. And I was constantly advertising, I was getting myself out there and doing talks, I was never shutting up about it on my Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's fair to say if I can get four clients randomly right now after posting something that wasn't directly related to that, like it wasn't supposed to be trying to attract clients, that yes, there is probably a good chance I would be at a full time practice for a long time by now, and maybe even on a waitlist practice. I would assume that's fair to say. So this is what's cool about FDN. It works. You're going to go through a tough course. You're going to study hard. It's going to take the 8, 9, 10, maybe even more months, depending on how much time you can commit to it. But when you are done, you have something that accelerated your career, accelerated your income, and most importantly, accelerated your ability to help very sick people feel a lot better in their bodies. Maybe even have some more time on this earth, depending on where they're at in their journey. That's pretty cool. That's a wonderful thing to be able to give people. So in summary, those five things that I believe make FDN totally worth it despite being tough are one, it's an online certification. Use common sense. Do you want it to be easy? If it has no prereqs, do you really want this to be something that's easy or do you want it to be something that's respectable? Number two, because of how tough this course is, there are certain doctors who only hire FDNs and they have said that publicly on our podcast. That's pretty cool as well. 
Then there's the job aspect that also goes into that hiring thing, if you will, where people are paying a starting price of $50 to $75 an hour for remote work with opportunities to advance. Also pretty darn nice. Number three, you get access to labs. Please look up how hard that is with any other route. We have a lot of things that we had to work out to make that possible for people without degrees and to do it ethically and correctly. And we did it. So you have access to labs. Number four, you will never, ever not be able to help someone in some way, even when it is the trickiest client ever due to our history, the stuff we have archived and our community. At this point of joining, maybe this wasn't always true, but at this point in joining FDN, there is no way you do not have someone that can't help you with something. In most cases, it's going to be many people that can help you with whatever you're dealing with in terms of a client or maybe yourself. And five, the work that we do is so powerful that once you get yourself out there, you will literally have no shortage of clients. It's a guy like me five and a half years later that posts one thing about health and four people not only asked, but signed up in the last month, even though I don't do that as a full-time thing anymore. That's the power of FDN. So I hope that this episode acts as what I intended it to be acting as in the beginning, practical motivation, right? Not just rah-rah, not just hype, but wow, these points actually make sense. And so I am motivated because it makes sense. That is what my goal was today. And I hope that you guys got that. If you have any other questions, you can always reach out to me somewhat directly by going to our Podbean. And Podbean is a podcast platform. Maybe you use it, maybe you don't, but that's the way that you can comment to us directly. You can ask questions. I will answer them live on the podcast and I will answer you there as well. But I'm looking forward to talking you guys again soon. I will likely be back next time with another episode, but I'm feeling some solo episodes. So who knows if we're going to buff one of those out first. You guys take care until then and have a great week.